When I say the word habit, what is the first thing that you think of? Was it smoking? Watching too much TV? Or maybe nose picking? The word habit is often associated with the bad behaviors we see around us. But today, we're going to learn how we can use habits for self-improvement. My name is Fintan, and you're listening to The Habit, a repetitive journey podcast, episode 3, Making New Habits. If you're a first-time listener, this is a podcast where we learn how to make, break, and understand the repetitive behaviours that make us who we are. Before continuing with this episode, I highly advise you to listen to the previous two episodes, as they explain what habits are, why having automatic behaviours can be good, and how to break bad habits. In this episode, you will learn how to set a specific goal for self-improvement, make your new habit stick, and avoid the common pitfalls that cause a habit to break. According to Atomic Habits author James Clear, a habit can be broken down into four distinct steps. The cue, the craving, the response, and the reward. A cue can be anything that causes you to engage in a behaviour or seek a reward. A craving is the desire you experience to obtain a reward. A response is the action you take to relieve your craving and obtain a reward. Let's see how this process works with a real-life example. As I was typing the script for this podcast, my phone received a notification. This could be seen as a cue. Instantly, I experienced a craving to know what the notification was. As a response, I unlocked my phone and read the text I had just received. The reward was satisfying my curiosity to know what the notification was even if it was just a text from my partner asking me to cook dinner tonight. Now that we're refreshed on how a habit is formed, let's look at how we can form our own habits to achieve our self-improvement goals. To determine what your new habit should be, begin by choosing your goal. You may have already chosen your goal prior to listening to this podcast, as it is usually a broad aspiration you may have, such as, I want to keep my room tidier, or I want to get into better shape. However, these broad goals aren't very useful to us in their current form and can even negatively affect our motivation by seeming overwhelming or unobtainable. In their book, Goal-Directed Behaviour, Arts and Elliot suggest breaking down broad goals into actionable habits. To do this, I will ask you a few questions that will help you determine what your new habit will be. Try writing down your answers to the following questions, or, if you are currently unable to, just answer them in your head. Feel free to pause this podcast if you need more time to come up with your answers. Question 1. What is the action you will take to achieve this goal? For example, I will do sit-ups. Question 2. How often will you perform this action? For example, once a day, three times a week, etc. Question 3. What will the cue for this action be? For example, when I get out of bed, when I open the kitchen door, etc. Question 4. If your action is a timed action, how long will you perform it for? Or if your action is based on repetition, how many times will you do that action? For example, 10 sit-ups or brushing my teeth for 2 minutes. Now form a sentence from everything you've just determined. This will be the habit that you will form to achieve your goal. For example, 
If my goal is to get into better shape, my habit will be, when I get out of bed, I will do 10 sit-ups and I will do this once every day. A habit is repetitive by nature, and as most people with a January gym membership will tell you, performing a task just a few times will not form a habit. So let's take a look at how we can make a habit stick. Now that we know what habit we want to form, how do we make it stick? In their article titled Promoting Habit Formation, Lally and Gardner state that there are three key factors that make a habit stick. Having the right environment, making the habit easy, and rewarding yourself for performing your habit. I will ask you a few questions that I'd like you to answer that will help you make your habit stick. If you can, write down your answers, or just answer them in your head. If you need more time to answer these questions, feel free to pause the podcast at any time. Question 1. Think of where you will perform your habit. Is there enough space there? And are there any distractions that would limit your ability to perform your habit? If you think the environment may be unsuitable, you may wish to remove any distractions from the environment or move to a more suitable location. For example, if you try to read in the same room as someone watching TV, the distraction might make the room an unsuitable environment for reading. Question 2. Have you made your habit easy to perform? It's important to make your habit easy to perform initially. Start small. Consistency is key when forming a habit, so making your habit difficult at the beginning may affect your consistency. For example, if your habit is to start running, rather than aiming for a one-hour run, begin with a five-minute, two-minute, or even a one-minute run. As long as the habit is repeated and consistent, you should find that over time it becomes easier and automatic. Once you find that your habit feels easier, you can start slowly increasing the duration of your habit should you feel the need to. Question 3. Think of something you enjoy that you will reward yourself with for performing your habit. It can be something you enjoy whilst doing your habit, like listening to your favourite podcast while you run, or something you can do after you complete your habit, like only watching TV after washing the dishes. So, how will you reward yourself for your habit? Be careful that the reward you choose doesn't conflict with your initial goal. If you reward yourself with a big slice of cake for eating vegetables with your dinner, it can be counterintuitive to your self-improvement aspirations. Now you know how to make your own habit for self-improvement, and make it stick. However, should you find yourself struggling to maintain your habit, be sure to review each step of the habit-making process, from having a specific cue to having an appropriate reward. As life itself is unpredictable, there will be circumstances where you find yourself unable to complete your habit. In such circumstances, Professor Peter Golwitzer suggests using if-slash-then statements to keep on track. For example, if I can't go for a run this morning because of the ice outside, then maybe I'll use the stairs at work instead of the elevator. Or, if I can't do the dishes tonight because I have to go out, then maybe I'll wash them in the morning. And remember, consistency is key for forming habits, and the more you repeat it, the easier they will become. Well that's it for this episode. We've learned how to set a specific goal, form a habit around that goal, make our habit stick, 
and use if-then statements when we find ourselves unable to perform our habit. Be sure to check out the next episode of The Habit, A Repetitive Journey, where we'll be learning about habit stacking, a guide to connecting multiple habits for improved consistency. I've been Fintan and I wish you luck on your repetitive journey.